I was always interested in meditation from when I was probably like mid-teen, mid-teen years, about 15, 16 or so. And I had a, um, like I'd always, you know, I'd, I'd be getting drunk and smoking drugs and stuff and, and I always felt like this is not, I, you know, I, I could experience more than this. It's just not, it seems like an artificial type of experience, you know, and it is an artificial experience. And it, and I, and I always had this kind of, uh, feeling or thought that anytime I heard about somebody meditating or meditation, I was like, that seems like the real thing. Like that seems something real. Like, like it's real. Like the, it's like a, the real version of the fake experience that you get from getting drunk or something, you know? So I always had this, from when I was really young, I always had this kind of idea in my mind that it was cool, but it just seemed like, well, like kind of really hard and difficult. Like, how am I going to do that? You know, I can't even sit cross-legged, you know? <laughs> how am I going to be able to, to, to achieve that, you know? <clears throat> so, anyway, so I, I began searching with the different classes, different meditation classes, and I, I went to one and I, I um, learned this type of meditation where basically what you do is you just focus on the mind and you, 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 you focus on it from a detached way. So the, the thoughts come in the mind and then they leave the mind, right? So um, I would, the meditation was called the silent witness meditation. So you sit there and you just observe the thoughts coming in and going out without being attached to them. You just, you just watch them, just like a person is watching TV without being attached or involved with the TV show. You don't get all emotional and you know, you just kind of watch it like you know it's not real, right? A lot of people watch TV and they think it's real and they start to cry and everything, but this is not what you want to do with the silent witness technique. You want to sit back from a detached way and, and watch the thoughts. So this is the meditation that I learned and I practiced it for about two years and uh, kind of on and off um, for about two years, but you know, a good good course, pr pretty much maybe four or five times a week on average, I would do it about half hour a day. And I, and I would just sit there and watch the mind. And, and the mind is, is quite boring. You know, at least when you're watching TV, it's, it's, made, it's made to be entertaining, you know. The, the mind isn't really enter that entertaining. You just sit, sitting there watching the thoughts. It gives you a sense of, um, maybe a sense of, it's good in the sense that it makes you a little bit detached from the emotions and the thoughts and stuff that, that happen, which helps in, in regular, you know, daily life. Um, because, you know, when you, when you feel anger coming about, you're more apt to stay back from it and not, you know, get involved in it. You can, you can step back, right? So anyway, I did this, I did this for a while and then, um, but, you know, I never, after two years, after about two years of doing it, I didn't feel any different, you know, nothing really, I never really, never really did anything for me. Just like if you're going to watch TV for two years, after, you know, two years, you're not going to, watching TV, you're not going to feel, you know, that great. <laughs> you know, if you watch TV, you actually feel like you wasted your time, you know. So, it was like that, you know, I, I felt like, like, for large, you know, largely I kind of felt like 
you know, what am I doing? It's not going anywhere. I'm just watching this thing. It's like it's like watching a boring TV show for two years, basically. You know? So anyway, that's what I was doing, and uh, and then I came across a mantra mantra meditation. I went to a mantra meditation class, and so mantra meditation is a whole completely different concept. But the mantra meditation, instead of focusing, looking at the mind, you're taking the mind and you're focusing the mind on the mantra. So the mantra is is not like it's it's not like focusing on like nature sounds or something like that. It's the the mantra is a transcendental or a spiritual sound. It's not like if you're if you were to listen to, um, for example, like any any regular sound like. Uh, you know, some lyric of a pop song or something. If you're just going to listen to that over and over again, um, you would get tired of it really quickly. You wouldn't want to hear it. Like, can you imagine, like, listening to the same song over and over again for years? You, you couldn't handle it, you know? It's, it's like, um, you'd go nuts. Actually, it's a type of torture. They do that to people when they don't want to, um, you know, physically do harm to them. To the, they're prisoners of war or something. They put them in a room and make them listen to the same song over and over again. And before too long, they'll tell them anything they want to know because it just drives them nuts. So can you imagine like being stuck in a room with a Britney Britney Spears song just going on over and over again? I mean, it's it would be crazy. You wouldn't you know you wouldn't want to do that. So so just like we have this, you hear this playing right now. We have this this mantra meditation. Uh, this mantra playing all the time in the house. It's never, never stops. This particular one, this particular track, I know somebody who had, who had it um, playing in their house. When I lived in Hawaii, I, I visited this person quite regularly and he always had this playing. And then that was in like 2001, 2002, and I visited him again in 2012. And he still had the same one playing, you know, and I, I said, um, Wow, you had this playing the whole. You always have, have this playing. He's like, yeah. As soon as one CD wears out, I I get another one and I put it in, and and now he's of course he's got MP3 playing like that. But he said, it's not since 2001 I've been having it. It's since since, but 1988, he's been having the same track playing in his house the whole time. His kids grew up on it, and he. Uh, it's not like you get tired of it. You, you, the attraction for it grows more and more. You become more attracted to it as you, uh, you keep listening to it. So you can actually kind of like, not kind of, but you can enter into the sound. You can have a full experience of, of a real spiritual life, spiritual experience. Like, um, you know, when I was a kid, I, I used to, I kind of, I had this, the desire, I wanted this kind of experience. I wanted a, as I said, like, that's so why I stopped drinking and doing drugs, like, that early because I wanted, I knew it wasn't real and I wanted something real, you know. I didn't know what it was, but I, I knew I wanted it, you know. And I had, uh, so what I did was, I, I had, one of the things I tried was I, I would try to really get into music. I, I had the CD <coughs> and I'd play it and I'd put my headphones on and I would, uh, I would just um, listen to the sound, uh, trying to, because it was a really nice CD, a CD I really liked, and I really wanted to 
really kind of merge into the sound and really kind of um, forget myself and be lost in this world of sound. And, and I might sound like I'm, you know, acid case or something, but that's, you know, I, I wanted this kind of experience, right? And uh, it would never work. Like, the, the, the sound I was trying to um, ex have an experience with was not the right, it was, it was a material sound, so what happened was, the more I listened to it, it just, it appeared to be special, it appeared to be wonderful, but if you, but the more you listen to it, the more you realize, oh, it's not really anything that special. Just like, if you, if you take any of your favorite songs and you loop it over and over again, after a while you start to realize, oh, this song isn't really that special. And it becomes, you know, like nothing, like you, you don't, it doesn't give you any pleasure, right? It doesn't give you any joy after a while. You can do an experiment, you know, take your favorite song and just loop it over and over again. You see how long it's your favorite song for. Well, it doesn't last. But with the mantra, it doesn't work like that. It, the more you listen to it, the more it opens up to you, more and more. I've been practicing doing the same mantra meditation now for 17, over 17 years. And every year it's more pleasurable than the year before. I'm more attracted this year than I was last year. You see? So, it's something, it's so simple. It's just simply listening, hearing, hearing the sound, and then uh, that's all you need to do. And more and more the sound gradually opens up to you, and you get to have actually a real um, experience. You see? Not artificial, like uh, drugs or alcohol. Actually, a real spiritual, transcendental experience. So, you don't need to be a, a great mystic yogi or, you know, anybody has ears, everybody has ears, right? So we can, we can just hear the sound and then become more and more our consciousness, our heart becomes purified, and more and more we're able to, to experience the wonder of the, the mantra, okay? So uh, I'm going to teach you guys today uh, three types of mantra meditation. So the first one we're going to do is called uh, Nitai Gor breathing. Okay, so on your sheet, if you take your sheets here, um, see it says Haribol uh, Nitai Gor. So just this word Nitai Gor, just just Nitai Gor there. There you go. Okay. Um, so that's so the way we do it is we're going to take. Um, an inhalation, so you don't need an instrument for this, you can just do this without an instrument, but we'll use one today. So you, you take an inhalation, and then the outward breath, you say the mantra, like that, okay? So we'll just do it in an E, so we can all kind of match up, hopefully. <laughs> so, um, uh, do you guys get it? It's okay? Yeah, alright. So just close your eyes and and then focus your mind on the sound of the mantra, okay?
So if you have guys suffer from insomnia, that's a really good one to do. Take a deep breath in and it, the, the breath really kind of, you know, slows things down. You take a deep breath and exhalation and you say the mantra and it soothes the heart, soothes the mind. And then, um, you know, you can get to sleep easier. So um, that's not the purpose of it, but that's one little, you know, side benefit. You can so, you know, in, in our daily life, it doesn't matter who you are. Uh, everybody experiences the same experience to different degrees um, when trying to enjoy the world in different ways. So um, you have, for example, um, a surfer, right? A surfer, you know, his main interest in life, his main, what he thinks about is the waves, how the waves are today. And his enjoyment is surfing, and that's what he wants to do, you know. So, uh, he, so what he does is he, you know, he, he wakes up and he checks the surf, and then you'll see how it's onshore today and it's small, and he'll get a sense of frustration. And sometimes, however, the waves will be nice, and it'll give him a sense of excitement or happiness, right? And so, uh, you know, sometimes there's a lot of people there, and then sometimes there's not so many people out in the ocean. And, and so he has different different experiences depending on external factors, you know, that, that he has no control over. You know, how many people are out there and what the wind is going to be like and what the swell is going to be like. So, um, and then you have you have the businessman, for example. He's he's uh, you know his interest is in making money, and or let's say for example like a car dealer or something, right? So sometimes he goes to the auction and he gets a good buy, and sometimes he gets a lemon, you know. And uh, you know sometimes the customers are coming and buying the cars, and sometimes the cars just sit on the lot for ages. And he really doesn't have much control over that. It's just external factors that happen, you know. And so so his if his his main enjoyment, his main life is um, is making money. You know, he, he becomes disgruntled when he doesn't make money, he becomes elated when he makes money. Um, his, his whole, just like the surfer, his whole uh, pursuit of happiness is dependent on external factors, right? Or like another example, like, uh, you, know, every, you know, we may not be able to relate to the car dealer or to the surfer, but we can definitely relate to, everyone can relate to relationships in this world, right? Sometimes they're going good and sometimes they're going bad. You know, sometimes the, the husband behaves properly and sometimes he doesn't. <laughs> and, 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 and our, our, you know, sometimes someone's in a bad mood, someone's in a good mood, and there's not, nothing you can do about it. It's just, it's just, it just happens, right? And even, even you, 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 you did everything perfectly and they're still angry, right? They come home angry or something, right? Nothing to do with you, but and it, it just makes things rough, you know, or they leave you, or they die, you know. So things happen, right? And and so when we have our whole, um, our whole life, our whole happiness, everything um, directed or dependent on the external environment, we put ourselves 
in a very precarious situation for our own happiness. It's a very, it's very, uh, it's not, it's not, um, it's a scary situation to be in. And everybody's in it. Nobody's, we're not alone. Everybody in this world is in deep anxiety because their whole attachments, everything, is, is, is based on this external world. And so, um, because of that, everybody is in deep anxiety. Even though they, they may show it or they may not, but everybody, it, they may be aware of it or they may not be aware of it, but it's true. They're like that. Everybody is in anxiety. Um, we're in anxiety, as soon as you have a desire for something, you're in an, you're in an anxiety. Am I going to get this particular thing? I, I have an attraction for a particular person. Am I going to be able to get this person? Right? As, am I, am I going to be able to attain a relationship with this person? Once I have the relationship, I'm also in anxiety. I'm in anxiety. Am I going to lose this relationship? Right? So the anxiety isn't solved. Right? It's not, it's not solved. So when you have when you have it, whatever it is, the wave, the money, the relationship, you're in a, you're in anxiety. Am I going to lose this? And then uh, once you've lost it, then you're in anxiety about that. You're upset about that. You're hurt about that. So it's never a peaceful situation. There's always anxiety there, and. Um, so, so with with the mantra with the mantra meditation, you develop an inner life, an inner happiness that's not dependent on the external factors. You see, things can be going good or they can be going bad, but the yogi he notices, but it doesn't affect him. So it doesn't affect him. To the 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 perfected yogi, he's. He's so, his life is so, you know, you ever just saying happiness is an inside job? It's not a conspiracy theory, it's true. It's an inside, inside job. So, the yogi, he's, his happiness is so internal, so inside, that he doesn't have any, um, he doesn't care if he's rich or poor, if people are leaving, going. He's satisfied inside. It's like, um, you know, he could be, he could be the, a pauper on the street or living in a cave with nothing but a loincloth. Or he can be the, you know, the, the king of the world in, in a royal, in a, in a, in a huge palace. It, 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 it's so irrelevant to him. Either, either way, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter to him at all. There's a story um, about King Yudhisthira. He's a, a, a king from... India in the ancient times. He became the king, and that time was basically the king of the world. And uh, when it came time for him to uh, finish his king duties, like he, came, he got to a certain age, and he, he felt that now it's time I should go spend more time meditating and less time you know, dealing with these governmental affairs. So he, what he did was he took off, you know, in the middle of the night, he took off his rings, 
and took off his royal paraphernalia and started walking down towards the forest and all the guards and everyone, all the guards that were there started spreading the word that he's leaving because everybody loved him because he was such a, he was so kind and so, you know, took care of the citizens so well and everybody loved him and they didn't want him to leave but he, he just, you know, took, went, went off of his seat, walked down the steps and down into the forest and everybody was crying, don't, don't leave, don't leave. But it said he, he left it. He didn't even look back. He just left it. And then, you know, like that job was finished now. And now he was going to the next part of his life. And it, it said he left his whole kingdom just like a man leaves his stool behind after, you know, going to the toilet. He, he just left it, you know, because he's not, he, it doesn't matter to him. He's not, he's not attached to it. This is like the experience. This is an extreme example, but it, it goes to show that you know this is this inner life can be developed so much that you don't have you won't have this uh, such dependence on external circumstances. You see, so um, this doesn't happen all at once. It's like you've got to you know it's like I give you the tools, I give you the 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 way to do it. Now you just got to practice, and then when you practice, then this will gradually come about. Just like if I give, if, you know, if I give you a seed, and you plant, you know, I give you a seed, and I give you a little pot, it's not over now. Now you have to water it every day, you know, and you water it every day. For the first little while, you might not be able to see any difference, right? Just like if you water a seed, you don't, you won't notice the difference right away. But then eventually, you'll see a little thing popping out, you know, and you wonder, is that the real thing, or is this, you know, just a weed or something, you know? And then it grows further and further, it grows more and more, and you start to realize, well, this actually works, you see? This watering seeds actually works. It, it turns into a beautiful tree, right? So, in the same way, uh, this mantra meditation practice is like this. I give you the mantra, but it's up to you to water it, you know? And then if you water it, then you'll experience more and more this inner satisfaction, inner inner peace and happiness, you see. So, um, okay, so the next one we're going to do, where's my ukulele? Which one do you want, the big one or the little one? Um, oh, it's right here, it's right here. Go ahead. So, look on your sheets. There's one, Gopala, Govinda, Rama, Madonna, Mohana. You see that? <laughs> okay, so maybe repeat after me. Gopala. Gopala. Govinda. Govinda. Rama. 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 Madana Mohana. Madana Mohana. So Gopala, Govinda, Rama, Madana Mohana. Gopala. Govinda, Rama, Madana Mohana. Okay, so now you can't look. You have to remember. <laughs> no, 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 you can look. So, so the way we, so the way we do it is, I'm gonna sing the mantra by myself, and then all you guys sing back to me at the same time. Don't worry about how bad your voice sounds. I don't mind if it sounds bad. Actually, I prefer it if it sounds bad. That way, it makes me look better. So, so you guys, you guys just um, all sing nice and loud, and all. So we'll just go back and forth. We'll do it for like ten minutes or so. And uh, it's a really nice, fun way to practice meditation. Oh, I'm going to 
Mm-hmm.